The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. It is Friday. Glad you are with us uh, here until 9 o'clock. Oh, my gosh, Tommy, how are we going to do it? Uh, well, we'll do it if you get involved in the program, 855-616-1620. That's the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. You call in, you'll be talking to Tommy. Wish him well. For, I don't know why. The, yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out later. And uh, if you want to jump in with a text, let's start with our text question of the night. You know, it's February 2nd. That's Groundhog's Day. Do you pay attention to the groundhog or in, uh, did I say haug? The groundhog or in uh, Milwaukee's case, Penguins' predictions about the spring. If you haven't been watching every, oh, it doesn't matter. If you go with the famous Punxsutawney Phil, the OG groundhog, he didn't see his shadow, early spring. Uh, Every other groundhog or penguin that I've checked in with, early spring. Now, I know deep down that a rodent can't really predict the weather even though Tommy has been trying to convince me for a week and a half to pay attention today because this is the Mm. gospel truth. I don't know. I think I have another old man screams at cloud take. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love that in the last couple of weeks, there's been times where our, we're doing like one of those body shifting movies. (laughs) Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yeah. It is Freaky Friday right where Tommy becomes the old man and I drop down back yeah. to being a goofball in my 20s. I mean, all right, what's your. What's like, kind of lazy, we don't have a groundhog. Kind of lazy. I don't want to hear what the penguins have to say. It's called Groundhog's Day. That's not, you know what? That's not an old man screaming at the, at the cloud take. Okay. That's a, hey, when did penguins start predicting the weather? Right, we're right. The penguin, do they even care? Do, do penguins even no, see their penguins shadows? Penguins love it cold. Penguins yeah. want it to be winter all the time. I, I didn't know penguins had the same ideas of they get scared of their shadows. I'm going to tell you a story, Tommy. Hmm. I would never go to Gobbler's Knob to see a penguin. No. No, they're not afraid of their shadow. There's no there's no backstory with the penguin. Right. There's no like you said, there's no built up uh built up history about a penguin. We want to see a groundhog. Yeah, I feel like it can't be that expensive to rent a groundhog for a day, right? No, a lot of suburbs do it. A lot of small towns do it. Milwaukee's a major city. Let's get a groundhog in there. We need a groundhog next year. It like you said, you could probably you could probably pay some local farmer to give you one that they found on their farm. Right. I'm sure those groundhogs are burrowing all over. Now we're going to get a ton of calls from groundhog people going, you don't know what you're talking about. Groundhogs rarely come out. Or so, penguin uh, people. that They are way worse than groundhog people, I've heard, too. <laughs> the, the penguin people? Penguin people, yeah. Listen, Have you seen I Batman? Love... I mean, come on. I did see Batman. Uh, peng- penguin... I go Burgess Meredith. I go the old school TV penguin as my favorite penguin. Uh, um, the penguins in Madagascar were pretty good. I know they're newer, but oh no! Oh, I was—I thought line. you were just talking about Batman penguins. No, the Madagascar oh. penguins are hilarious. Okay, I thought we were ranking our favorite penguins. Now oh, we've gone no, all I was over ranking the place my favorite here. Batman penguins. Okay, I, you didn't like Danny DeVito? I did, but he would come in second. Okay. Um, I didn't like. I kind of like the one on Gotham, whoever played that uh, that penguin that on the TV pretty. show one. Yeah, yeah. I don't the think TV I've ever show seen guy. the show. Oh, it was it was fun. Okay, it was pretty good. 
Um, yeah, the Madagascar penguins, without a doubt, fantastic. Uh, Opus, he's a penguin. Surfs uh, up. That, yep, surfs up. He's also in one of my uh, a a Christmas special that I love, uh, A Wish for Wings at Work. So I'm I'm down with Opus. I are there what other penguins? Chili Willie. I'm going old school now. Yeah, I don't even know that one. Okay. That Chili Willie is a vintage uh, cartoon. He wore a little stocking cap. Yeah, Tiny. You know. He was a little, little baby penguin. Happy Feet? Happy Feet Penguin? I never saw Happy Feet, mm. and I never saw March of the Penguins. Oh, Mar they came out around the same time. I remember going to the movies, and you would see both trailers like back-to-back and -back very different vibes on each of those, where it's one's dancing, and the other ones, you're like, you hope they make it through the winter. Yeah, because that would oh that had gravitas right. because it was not it was narrated by Morgan Freeman. Yes. So suddenly, suddenly the life of a penguin took on unbelievable weight. It's like oh my god, what is happening with these penguins? I think I saw Eight Below in the same time too, and that movie is just a don't watch because you will cry the entire time. Is that a penguin movie too? No, sled dogs. Oh. But they again. Oh yeah, no, don't do it. Yeah, not worth it. Have you noticed uh, when we watch movies and stuff, it is uh, it seems we're more empathetic toward animals than we are with women, or not with women, <laughs> with humans. I would. Well, I women almost... are humans. Don't, ladies, don't get me wrong. I wasn't saying that you are uh, not human. You are definitely human. Uh, um, I think I'm no, more like, empathetic uh, towards animals in real life, maybe too much than to humans. Well, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that in and throw a Paul over the Friday night. But yes, we are. We worry about. Uh, we worry about adopting dogs and cats and stuff. And I listen. I love my dogs. Um, and then we worry, we don't worry as much about people. And we can watch a million like I watched I've watched John Wick four probably four times already. Uh if I added up all the people who were killed in the four times that I watched John Wick, it's gotta be almost a thousand people were killed. The only part that made me go, Oh man, somebody punched a dog. And I went, oh come on! Yeah, it's it's the very reason I won't see Marley and me. I just I I ha I know what's gonna happen. Oh, no, no, not gonna do it. No, I couldn't. I no, that one that one I'm out. Um, but yeah, those are so. Anyway, I agree with you. Your take your take is sound. It's not old man screaming at the clouds. If it's Groundhog Day, let's have groundhogs. If it's Penguin Day, let's have penguins. But it's not. Uh, so everybody says says. Everybody says it's going to be an early spring. I hope this is true. I would love to. Uh, I would love to enjoy an early spring. Somehow, again, my faith in the groundhog has not paid off over the years. Mm. But uh, you know, why not? And Glory I don't know how to trust penguins. So, I it's not that I don't trust them. It's the that they always. I love watching them swim. I love watching them waddle around, and I and I'm uh, fascinated that the male of the species keeps the uh, eggs warm. Yeah, yeah. So that's all fun. I I I have no hate for penguins. Oh no, no. My it's... my hate for peng my my hate for this is as I mentioned before, they are animals that live in the Arctic. Mm -hmm. They like it cold. They don't have any skin in the game. To make to have an early spring, they want things as cold as possible for as long as possible. Although, if they the make this prediction right this year, their their cred goes way up in my book. 
You think? Yeah, they might just switch it to Penguin Day. I'm not. I I would never recognize it. Mm. Okay. Nope. It would it would go on the list with ranch dressing, oh. ham, and other things that I do not uh, condone. <laughs> All right. It would be on we'll, the list. We'll make it. We'll make it. We're updating the list as the year goes yeah. on. Yes, please do. I would like by the end of the year. I would like it on a scroll. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get a graphic sister, made. <laughs> it says my sister was a teacher and wouldn't watch Old Yeller. I can't watch Old Yeller either. No, I know how it. You know, uh, take it out back. The, nope, I'm not going to do it. That's the the scene in of Mice and Men where they make uh, where they make the guy take his dog out back. No, I am Legend. No, hate it. Yes, hate that part. Just get rid of that part. Doesn't need to be in the movie. Bambi's mom. Yeah. Stop well, it. I mean, it's not a dog. <laughs> What? I said it's not a dog. I was going I off the it's not dog, a dog but but you see this this doe killed it or little or, or uh, you know there's Bambi. And it was like the mind. credits were still rolling. I mean, it was way early in the movie and just caught everyone off, early. Uh, off guard. It was almost like the death and up. They started they oh, started god. you off on like a oh my god. That's moment. the that that movie takes the cake for saddest movie. That one really got up there. Yeah, saddest movie within the first half hour. Oh, I, I think it's first 10 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, that's how the movie starts with them. Right. So, and then, hey, here comes a kid and a dog. and uh, mm. What? We just watched We just watched a couple age together and then a woman die. Right, you, you just relate so much more to him with how cranky he is. I know. Listen, my wife's still alive and I'm that cranky. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine if she died and I had to tie balloons to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Be insane. Visit the island. Oh, I've got to get out of here. Put my dog in a cone. Have him talk to me. All he'd say is, Bleh. All right. Wow. Well, that, that got that going. So we've got the, uh, it's Groundhog's Day. We're going to, yes, we're going to keep repeating the first segment over and over. <laughs> over That's and Tommy over. and my way of getting out of here early. So we've, <laughs> we've already recorded to the first break. Tommy, hit the tape and we're just. <laughs> Have Keep a great going. weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. No, uh, we're going to do this. And then we're, I want to change the tone just for a short moment because if you've been following this trial in Michigan of Jennifer Crumbly, who is the uh, the mother of the kid who went on a shooting spree, it's it's gotten a little wacky and it's coming down to the end. The jury was, uh, the closing arguments were starting to be presented and cross-examinations and everything. So we'll talk a little bit about that and parental responsibility. And then, oh my gosh, you know it's Friday, so the drive through window is going to open. Uh, we lost a boxing champion today. And uh, beware of the cicadas. This is a lot to get to, so we better get to it. It's WTMJ Nights. Tommy, we must make a correction about penguins. Hearing the penguins are not in... They're not in the Arctic, they're in the Antarctic. Uh, and uh, another texter says, Penguins make no sense because they're from the Southern Hemisphere, where February 2nd is the middle of summer. Oh. So what do they know about forecasting in Northern Hemisphere spring? Yeah, okay. Yeah, And I, I guess I knew that I didn't correct you because I didn't think it was that. I knew what you meant, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, Arctic temperatures. Right. They're, they're down there. It's cold. Right. They live on ice and snow. That's, I, you know, yes, you are correct. So listen. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. Let's let's get it out there. They're in Antarctica. But that southern summer, hemisphere. the southern northern hemisphere thing. Great point. Love that one. Yes, we do like that. We like any sort of knowledge based 
critiques and corrections. If you've got if you've got knowledge that you want to pass on, we like passing it on. Uh, this case has drawn a lot of controversy. This one in Pontiac, Michigan. Uh, the Crumblies are uh, uh, the mother and father. James is the father. He faces. He's going on trial in March. The mom, Jennifer, is on trial right now. Their son, uh, Ethan, was 15 years old. His parents got called to school because he had drawn a really violent picture and then written uh, a note on it. And it was basically that he was going to start shooting people. Um, well, for the first time in America, his parents are being charged because they didn't take, the, take him home from school that day after they had a meeting with the administration. They may... they. I'm trying to phrase this right for firearm owners. They had a gun in the house, which is legal and fine. He had access to that gun and that ammunition. So they're saying that they are culpable of for the deaths of the kids he shot at school. Uh, so the prosecutors today really went after her credibility, the mom's credibility, um, yesterday, she denied knowing that her son had mental health struggles. She rejected claims yesterday that she should be responsible for the deaths of those four students. Uh, I disagree. I think they should be held responsible at some level. I think anybody, and listen, this is not against gun owners, because the vast majority, I would, I would wager to say 90, 98% of gun owners are responsible with their firearms. They keep them locked. They keep them unloaded. They keep them away from their children. And I don't care if you if you go hunting with your children, you still lock your guns in a safe. Your kids don't have access to them nonstop. So the prosecutor was cross-examining her today, uh, and she he reminded them, he reminded her, and he reminded the jury that she could have prevented the shooting, uh, by taking him home hours earlier, um, the, the prosecutor said, on November 30th at 1251, you could have been with him. She said, yes, I could have. And you didn't, he shot back. Um, no. So they're accused of making this gun accessible at home, not addressing his mental health uh, issues. Uh, the, hus the husband is on trial in March, like I said, for... Um, for... Uh, what, what is he on? Involuntary manslaughter charges. Uh, the kid's already serving a life sentence. He's gone. But here's the thing. The prosecutor is trying to say that the meetings they had at the school with the administration and the counselors was relevant. The mom is saying, no, it's not relevant. Um, they brought them in. They showed them this drawing. It depicted a gun and bullets and the lines, the thoughts won't stop, help me. The world is dead. My life is useless. Um, then they leave. He goes back to class, has a gun in his backpack. Nobody checked. He writes up in, uh, he writes in his journal, I have zero help for my mental problems, and it's causing me to shoot up the school. And there you go. My parents won't listen to me about help or therapists. Uh, that was what he wrote. I am, uh, man, it's just... How do you how do you read that as a parent? 
Now, Tommy, you're not a parent. You're a young man. But let's fast forward however many years. If you have a child and the school calls you in and shows you this, and your kid is saying, I, I'm going to shoot somebody. I can't stop this. Do you just tell them, hey, too bad. Allegedly, the father told them to toughen up. The mom said, no, you got to stay at school. As a parent, I can't understand that thinking. Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, you know, we don't know... I I, we don't know in these details what home life was from, you know, it, it sounds like there may have been problems at both places, school and home, um, just based on what I'm hearing, not any knowledge. Yeah, but and, and listen, I'm going to let me let me interject this. Ninety nine percent of the time, problems at school stem from problems at home. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it, I just I struggle with, um, you know, I don't want to say that maybe this sounds like defeat in a situation, but if a situation is that bad at school and the home life is fine, you know, you got to look into getting them out of the schools. You know what I mean? You know, find another place, uh, get a fresh start. Uh, That's, you know, if it's really something that you feel is out of your control in a situation, you know, again, I've never experienced anything like this and... I, I don't have a child to have that experience well, with me either. But even as someone who was in school, I don't. I was ignorant to any bullying situations that were that bad, if there were any at my school. It, well, no, yeah, and if you're not if you're not being bullied or the bully, you're probably not paying that much attention. Right. But I will tell you, uh, we can all remember being 15 and not really, you know. Uh, not really wanting to share personal stuff, but if your mm. kid comes to you and goes, listen, I need some help because these are the thoughts that are going through my head, you better listen because right. teenagers are not open books all the time. Sure. And if they really come to you, it is incumbent upon you as a parent to listen to them and try to get them help. That's why, you know, uh, four kids are dead at this school in Oxford, Michigan, because... These parents didn't do that. And so, yeah, I'm I'm all for prosecuting them and holding them responsible for making the gun available and um, not not taking him home and getting him the help he needs. All right, listen, we got to uh, hear. All right, you talk about old man shouting at the sky after the news. Oh, man, Tommy, I got to be in my bonnet. So we're going to get to that. But first, we have to do this. It's WTMJ Nights. It is WTMJ Nights. I'm Brian Noonan here until 9 o'clock. 855-616-1620 is the WTMJ Talk and Text Line. After 8 o'clock, we open up the drive-thru window. Oh, it'll be a very uh, poignant drive-thru window. But we move on from there. There is a point where I am all for returning merchandise if it's uh, not acceptable if you order something it's the wrong size or if you get something home and it doesn't it doesn't quite work in your house that's fine um when i'm for halloween i've talked about this before i buy my candy my big bags of candy at costco because costco will take the big bags of candy back the next day if they're unopened now that that kind of returning as a customer i completely agree with 
I've worked in retail before, and I've seen people try to come in with stuff they've had for a long time. And maybe it's been worn, and you can tell if something's been worn, or maybe it's just beat up, but they're like, well, I still have a receipt. At what point would you be too embarrassed to bring something back? The reason I bring this up is I saw this story, and I immediately thought that this person was a garbage human being. Uh, take, Tommy. Threw it out there. I don't care. What am I going to do? I'm, I'm waiting. I know. So a uh, woman who is a member of Costco. Costco has a pretty liberal return policy. Uh, she brought back a couch that she had bought at Costco. Now, okay, again, you buy the couch, you get it home. Oh, this doesn't fit. All right, bring it back. Do you bring it back three and a half years later because you just don't like the color anymore? She did. She walked right into Costco. Jackie, Jackie Gwen did. Uh, at least that's what she said in her TikTok video. We just didn't like the color anymore. And even though she didn't have a receipt for the piece of furniture, Costco accepted the return. Uh, the woman asked if there was anything wrong with it, and uh, she said, I just don't like it anymore. They gave them a full refund. And now she's on TikTok encouraging other people to jump into the dumpster with her and be garbage people and buy their furniture from Costco. And then in a few years, when you're tired of it and you want an upgrade, you just take it back. Uh, no, that's not how it works. I know Costco has this policy, but even if even if you're the CEO of Costco, you're going to look at this and go, yes, that is a loophole that we are going to close right now. You know, I don't mind if a place has 30 days, 60 days. That's enough to know. Three and a half years, you got a lot of nerve. All right, Tommy, now now the hot take, make, does it make a little more sense? Yeah, I don't even know if this is a loophole, though. It just seems like Costco was very generous. Yeah, maybe. Here's my theory, and again, this is just a theory, that this is a woman who was going to pitch a fit if they right. had said no. It was more she, of a, we want her out of the store kind of situation. Yes, because yeah. you know she's researched this. She's probably, I'm guessing if you've got that kind of nerve that you're going to, uh, you maybe you've already consulted a friend of yours who's an attorney, and she came in with an entitlement air about her. Do and again, know the, this is all... Do we know the price think, of this couch? Uh, no. I, mm. I, I see furniture at Costco all the time. Yeah. And, but I never really, I've never really paid attention to it because I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. One, I don't need new furniture. I probably do, but I'm not getting new furniture. Um, I've bought other things at Costco. You know, I buy a lot of stuff at Costco. I'm guessing if it's a couch... A few hundred let's bucks? Let's say on the low end, it's at 600 bucks. Yeah, okay. I was, was going to say 500 yeah. All right. Well, let's say five hundred for for the sake of argument. Yeah. It's probably easier for them just to eat it and get her out of there because you can tell. Well, you work in you work in retail, sort of at your at your other job, right? Well, I I used to work in retail. Um, I've been I was at Ace Hardware for three years. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about the Ace yeah. Hardware. So you'd know if somebody oh, if somebody yeah. bought something and they come in, you can tell. 
Sure. That and just go, oh, this person is going to be trouble. Yeah, a hundred percent. You get that vibe off of it immediately, and I know there's definitely been situations where something that would be, I don't know, percentage to a small sale that they're like, okay, yeah, we'll just take it back. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's it, much with terrible than... packaging that we, you know, try to tape back up to resell kind of thing. Uh, I, I've seen it all over there. Wow. Uh, somebody here says two and a half year old Costco sectional couch, still very wrong to return. Yes, it is. It is. You can't. I used to hate to return anything. Um, like wh when we were growing up, if there was something that had to be returned in the house, my dad always returned it. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe he just liked the uh, the sport of it all to take stuff sport. back. Well, because you know, sometimes you got to go in and you maybe they're going to take it, maybe they're not. Um, I figure if you've got a receipt, they should take it back. Unless you know, I remember I used to work at Marshall Fields, which was a big department store, and. Somebody came in, and either their parent or their spouse had died. Um, and they had never worn this. I worked in men's furnishings, so it was a shirt, a dress shirt. It had never been out of the package, and there was still a gift receipt in there. Mm -hmm. But the gift receipt for, was from like 40 years before. It was like a gift that this person got, put it in the closet, never wore it, never found it. And when they were cleaning out after their death... Here it was, and they're like, can we still return this? And I remember it being a big thing in the department. Like, nobody nobody on the floor knew. We didn't know, you know. Plus, you know, most of us are 19, 20 years old. Um, finally, they had to get a store manager, and the store manager took it back. That was, you know, if this woman had said, uh, you know, my husband died carrying this into the house, and now we got to bring it back, and we don't have a receipt. I'd say okay, but uh, the shirt, the shirt—that's a little thing to well, get. Rid what do we think an appropriate statue of limitations is then here on for furniture? For furniture, uh, a I month? would say two months. Yeah, thirty days at time because they're sitting on it already. Right, that's what I mean. It's the probably... minute you get it home, you're sitting on it, and God only knows how in what right. shape in people three are years, when what, what, are you, what else are you doing on the couch, oh. you know? Yeah, so... Uh, Eating snacks? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> a month seems like anything after that, you, you got to have your mind made up on your furniture. Yeah, and you know what? Guess what? We all get tired of, tired of our furniture at some point. Then, if that's the case, just buy new furniture. That I And... It, it's no small undertaking to buy new furniture. I get that. But come on. This is ridiculous. Uh, from the 262, many years ago, I worked part-time for a Sears catalog desk. And in early October, Tommy, this is, here's an old man thing. Sears used to have places, uh, retail, like brick and mortar, where you could just go pick up your catalog orders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my parents used to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Think, good. I, they yeah. had one at Southridge forever until that closed down. But... Yeah, my parents. My parents were Sears catalog people. Oh, I loved. Uh, we we used to get all kinds of stuff from. Well, we would go shopping at Sears because they had a husky department. Uh, you know, for my ample frame as mm -hmm. a child, mm -hmm. big and, and tall. Then, uh, they call it now. Yeah, big and tall. Yeah. yeah. No, back back when I was a kid, it was husky. <laughs> okay. They called it husky, and they had a patch right on the back of your pants that said husky. Husky. <laughs> you know, like when Le where the Levi's patch would be on Levi's jeans. Right. 
<laughs> said Sears Husky. Uh, so everybody knew. Like, you could look at me and go, that kid's had a few too many sandwiches. Uh, but no, let's advertise it on a billboard yeah. just across his uh, his buttocks. That Might makes as well. It, yeah, why not? Just in case there was any guess. Oh, I wonder if it's a glandular problem. Nope, look at it. When, when those pants stop fitting, that's when you know it's a problem. Like, okay. Oh, when, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> uh, there's nowhere to go. If you're a kid, if you're a fat kid, there's nowhere to go after the husky department. <laughs> you are... Uh, you might as well just wear a sarong because yeah. you're not getting pants. And the corduroys are already trouble because your thighs are rubbing together. And so the, the inside of your corduroy thighs are Suspenders, all Suspenders, no belt. Oh, yeah. you can't wear a belt. Yeah, you got to. Or, or you just go you go to Farm and Fleet and you get your fat kids just some overalls. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Just wearing overalls all day. <laughs> I, I, I had a pair of overalls. I did, too. I had a couple pairs of overalls. What, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, thought I looked cool. I didn't. You know? Nothing against overalls. No, I think if those got retired in, like, second grade, maybe, somewhere around there. Wow. Oh, see, I was much older when I had mine. In your, like in your photo, the Saluski photo, you had overalls on, didn't you, in that? Or was it a jean jacket or something? Which one? Where the one was? you just posted the last time they were in the playoffs and you were... You were there. Were you wearing overalls in that? No, 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 no. no. I was wearing a Saluki uh, shirt and a rainbow wig. Yeah, yeah, that one. I thought maybe you had overalls on now. Maybe it was no, a jean jacket or something. No, 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 no. Okay. No overall. I, by the time I got to college, I wasn't wearing overalls. Okay. All right. I was just wearing... Now I had graduated to big and tall. Right. So my jeans had a, a patch on the back, but they were off-brand fat boy jeans. Mm-hmm. They didn't call them fat boy jeans. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have worn those. Now they've <laughs> just got the stretch in all of them. Got to get the stretch ones. Listen, I now embrace the stretch oh, in pants. Way comfortable. I never like back. You got to remember. You know, I'm a little a uh, little older than you. We didn't have stretch in our jeans back then. <laughs> yeah. it was hardcore stiff denim. Yeah, you know where it. You'd have to. Not only would you have to wash them a ton of times so they would bend, you'd have to like slam them on cement yeah. just to break that initial stiffness of the denim. My, my family oh. was a was a hem pants family, so I, I had hem jeans all the time because you have to go up, but then they were too oh. long, and then the the <laughs> bottoms were always hem. My my mom knew how to sew. That that yeah, mine did too. Yep. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh! So you'd have to go bigger in the waist, and then you'd have right. They'd be too and long. then they'd be way too long. <laughs> My jeans were getting hemmed. You got to roll them up to your knees, right? Uh, Looked European. Wow, very fancy. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's see. All right, back to the Sears catalog um, desk story. Customer drove right up in the Jeep, removed the fabric top, folded it up, and returned it as no longer needed. Because it was the end of the season. We accepted it back then according to policy, but I thought it was obnoxious. You were absolutely right to think that. It was obnoxious. And so is this woman. What's the weirdest thing you've ever taken back, or how long have you waited? Does this, does this story sound good to you? You're like, well, you know, I could see that. Somebody uh, suggesting, yes, take the couch to Goodwill. Except now, like, Goodwill... Is it Goodwill or the Salvation Army? Because I'll take stuff to both. Uh, Salvation Army isn't taking furniture anymore. Well, and, and you're not getting if, money back. You're donating then. Yeah, you're just donating, which is fine. But, um, yeah, you could take it to Goodwill. If you want to donate it, just make sure before you load it in your car and drive it all the way over that they're going to take it. Because a, a lot of the places have changed what they'll take now. So, all right. 
Let's take a quick break. We got a lot to get to. Time is the tyrant here on WTMJ Nights. Oh, my goodness. So this summer, we're all looking forward to the summer. Again, the groundhog has told us that we're going to have an early spring. Uh, it's going to be a little crazy in parts of Wisconsin and across the Midwest because they're predicting millions of cicadas coming out of the ground. Now, I think uh, I think in Minnesota you might be safe, Tommy, but um, the 17-year cicadas are coming in parts of southern Wisconsin after two decades, are going to be in trouble. Yes. Uh, I didn't know there were so many types of cicadas, uh, according to, you know. I don't scientists. even know if I know what a cicada looks like, only sounds like. Well, they're, they're, eh, they're what, about a cup, two inch, maybe two inches long, big wings. They look like a, a fly on steroids. Okay. They look like, they look like if a fly went to the gym and then, uh, just slept for 17 years. They're ugly. They got big, big bulbous eyes, and uh, you've never seen them like fall on the ground, or never seen the, uh, never seen all the dead ones after they. No, been... no, and I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, they got the wings that look like the the helicopters. Yeah, yeah, they're gross. Well, there's going to be a lot of them. Uh, so there's ones that come out every year. Those are the ones you probably are used to hearing. There's uh, once. There's some that come out every 17 years and four species that come out every 13 years. So they're saying in Wisconsin and other parts of the Midwest, this brood of cicadas known as brood 13. Is that like that gang that uh, they were always saying was going to come up from Mexico? Brood yeah, 13? I think it's the same one. I think so. The big drug cartel killing everybody brood 13. So they're coming out. Uh, what makes this event unique be, be beyond only being 17 years is the sheer number. Around June, they're predicting some parts of the Midwest will see cicadas numbering in the thousands and millions. Is That's this just right. like a, a mating thing they do? Because uh, they don't, don't live that they long. Just come out. Uh, I'm looking, let's see. Um, it says the lifespan of a cicada is about five to six weeks. So, I mean, yeah. if they if they go crazy for this, it's got to be a mating period, right? They do come out. I'm looking here. I have I have a lot of information on the cicadas. Um, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, who? You know, I wouldn't go out in that big a crowd if it wasn't trying to uh, hook up. Right. You know? I mean, if. It's just like a like a Woodstock for cicadas every every seventeen. It years. is. It's their rumspringer. Yeah, they've been right. they've been sacked away. Yeah, and then man, here they go. Just a party. Um, wow, the cicadas uh, are harmful to trees because yes, once the female the females come out, they get impregnated. They go to lay eggs. Yeah. They cut slits in the ends of twigs oh, yeah. and insert the eggs into the slits, which sounds a lot dirtier than it is. Mm -hmm. um, you can eat them though. They're not harmful, but they are going to be loud. One of my friends who has a three-year-old and a uh, his daughter's less than a year is already thinking about going. He said, I think I might get an Airbnb in Minnesota because they're not supposed to be coming out in Minnesota and stay there for the month because with so many cicadas, it can harm children's hearing. Really? That's what he says, but he's drunk half the time. <laughs> okay. 
okay. So I don't know. But I know he said last year he's he lives in the suburbs and he's got a lot of trees on his property and, and yeah. in the neighborhood and stuff. And he said when he would take the kids out for walks last summer, and those were just the regular old cicadas, not cicada of uh, brood 13, that uh, he, he had to put headphones on his kids because it was so loud. No way. Way. Wow. Come on, Garth. Uh, all right, listen, we got to do this, then it's news time, and then we're going to pop open the drive through window because it's Friday on WTMJ Nights. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Butter pecan coffee at Dunkin'. That was Dunkin pretty donuts, good. you mean? Uh, yes. And I was shocked by the bill. Shout out Culver's, yeah. Shout I've heard very good things about their fish fried. I'm going to go to Panera. I'm going to get a bagel sandwich. Doritos and Papa John's are teaming up. Anything that says ranch. That's why I barely watch a Western about cattle drives. Uh, because of you guys, I had to analyze the hamburger. <laughs> we eat fast food quite a lot. We talk about it even more. Let's visit the WTMJ Nights drive through window one more time. With Brian Noonan. Woohoo! It is a very special drive through window. Uh, we won't dwell on this a lot, Tommy, but it is Tommy's final night on the program. Uh, and uh, Tommy is going off to further his career. He's going back to Minnesota to uh, work in baseball, which is what you did. This is the second time you've abandoned me, Tommy, it for is. the same. For the same. Uh, for the same group, same group, same 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 thing. I was in last year, uh, going back full time now. Super super excited, uh, but definitely bittersweet. You know, I love working on this with you. No, and and you know you know how much I respect you and how much I enjoyed having you here, and also how happy I am for you. This is a great uh, this is a great opportunity. You went up last year as an intern, and you worked hard, and you know any listen just because you're going to be in Minnesota. You know that any Friday uh, during the drive-through window, I would welcome I would welcome a uh, a reporter's call. The door is always open for you here. I'm really happy for you. Congratulations on the new position, and um, I hope even though even though uh, we started doing this segment while you were here and you created the great uh, the great bump, I hope you won't mind if I continue to do the drive-through window. Oh, you have to keep doing this. It would in your honor, Tom. Yeah, it would be as if I, as if I just wiped you from my, wiped the dust of Tommy from my sandals and moved on without you. You, you have you have full permission to wipe me off the drive-through window for the full-time purposes, but we'll no, absolutely you take you up on some uh, boots on the ground situations yeah, in Minnesota. Listen, who knows what's up there? Maybe there's yeah. a fast food smelt shop or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on in northern Wisconsin. There are moose. Maybe they're doing Ooh. moose uh, frosties. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? wolves. Wolves, too. Wol oh, yeah. The wolves. A lot of wolves. Fun. A lot of wolves up there. Be careful. Uh, you are going to be away from the cicadas, so that's good news. Uh, now, last week I came in, I had just had something new. Uh, the last time we did drive through window, I had had a new thing. This week, uh, I didn't have something new, but I did find a deal that um, I hadn't known was there before. So I was out at my mom's on Monday uh, doing a, doing some stuff. There had been uh, there had been a fall, and she's okay. But I was out there doing things, and so when I left, there's a Burger King that's been at the corner 
near my mom's house since I, well, before I was born. So I drive through Burger King. Normally I'm going to get a Whopper, but today, that day, for some reason, I was feeling uh, cheap. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I pulled in, they're doing a deal. You can get two Whopper Juniors for five bucks. A Whopper is $7.50. I went with the two Whopper Juniors. Same stuff on them, same taste, same everything. Uh, just a little deal. So if you're looking to save a little money, they've got some duo deals at Burger King. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've also I've also taken up that value bundle at McDonald's a couple times, where you get the McDouble, or the yeah the double cheeseburger and a small fry, and without without a drink, it's under four bucks. Yeah, they uh they've been making a lot. The the cheap fast food is making a return if you know what you're trying to buy. I know uh, the Taco Bell menu that they just launched uh, offers like four pounds of food for twenty one dollars if you got everything on it. So oh, I was gonna say, you I was know, gonna say well, they just put it all in a bucket. No, here you go. Here's your four pound it's not, bucket. I'm saying if Ooh, you delicious. bought the whole value menu, yeah, it would. You know, they offer a lot of stuff on it. So yeah. It's definitely a little bit of a resurgence. Maybe they're kind of seeing, you know, fast food. We've always talked about now on this segment, seemed like it was going up in prices. But they're they're trying to offer more affordable options again. We gotta have something for like for me. If I'm if I'm just driving through real quick in the middle of the afternoon, like for a, a late lunch, I don't want to I don't want to buy a whole big meal. So to get the the little double cheeseburger and a small fry, and then if I added Coke to it. It's right around five bucks, and I'm like, okay, five bucks for a quick lunch that's going to hold me over till dinner. That's perfect. That's a perfect deal. I know you in the past, Tommy, have said you're a big fan of cousin subs. Oh yeah, yeah, big fan. So that's I saw this and I went, ooh, I gotta. This is going to affect Tommy. So they began a campaign Monday. I hope you took advantage of it. Uh, that offered a free sub to anyone who signed up for its text program. Mm. You didn't do it? No, I missed this. Guess what? It's too late. <sighs> uh, the response was so overwhelming that they uh, had to end the offer. Wow. Yes. According to Cousins, as the promotion gained traction, we encountered some unexpected challenges related to the volume of participation. Yeah, you offered free food, duh. And people were like, I'll sign up for a free sandwich. So they late Tuesday afternoon, they stopped it. It made it a day and a half. Regrettably, we are unable to continue this offer as originally planned to the customers who enrolled in our plan between the 29th and 30th and couldn't redeem the offer. We appreciate your participation. Considering the unsustainable operational impact. Yeah, they probably weren't selling any sandwiches those days. Right. Um, so there you go. If you were like, oh, I'm going to, I got to sign up for that Cousins deal later in the week. Sorry, it's all gone. And Cousins isn't even that big of a fast food brand when it comes to the national stage. I mean, they, oh, right. it looks like they have it in about six states. I was uh, going to say, I've never I've never seen one outside of Wisconsin. Well, it started in Milwaukee, so they have a, obviously the most in Wisconsin. Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota. Really? Looks like that's that's all they got right here. All right, well... From what I'm seeing, at least. Now, if you want, listen, you take Tommy's recommendation, you go, but you're going to have to pay up. You well, have to pay your f full freight. For I have a sandwiches. great, I have a great segue. They brought the nice. Reuben back, and I told you, what was it, two weeks ago or three yeah. weeks ago? Love the Reuben there. 
They usually don't do it until March, I thought. Brought it a month early. All right. Ruben is back. It is worth it. Always worth it. All right. I like. I love a, a good Reuben. It's my favorite now, sandwich. Me, do, do they put it on a different bread than the sub, or do they do it on the sub bread? Ooh, um, I believe you can get it on the like traditional, what is it, sourdough or rye, right, that you yeah. can get it on. Um, but I know they just have it on sub bread as well, and I think that's what I get it on when I that go out. good, too. Obviously. If I got a Reuben at a restaurant, I get it on the rye bread. But yeah. um, I think that at the sub places, I don't know if they have the rye. All right. Well, listen. It sounds good. I now I have such a taste for corned beef mm. because last night I was emceeing this uh, big event for the Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade. It was their corned beef and cabbage dinner, and so even though I was technically working it, I was backstage where they were cutting all the corned beefs and bringing out all the food. And the more I stood there, I was like, I got to get some of this corned beef. So after I had like a twenty-minute break. And I went to one of the uh, the people in charge of the catering, and I was like, would there be any way I could get, like, two pieces of bread? And she's like, sure. So she brings me two pieces of rye bread, and I go to the back where the guys are slicing up these corned beef briskets, and he they were cutting it thick because it was a dinner. And I said, can I get a little egg? He goes, yeah, he slapped two giant pieces of corned beef on this bread. Oh, man, it was hot. It's, it's oh. corned beef season. I mean, it is right around the corner. Yeah, it was well. Last night kicked it off for me because now I'm like, oh my god, I gotta have more corned beef. And now you're telling me cousins has Rubens. Uh, all right, well that you know, Rubens are good, delicious. Uh, what about a smashed potato bowl? Ooh, what 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 does this entail? Well, KFC has announced a new smashed potato bowl. It's a, available nationwide. Uh, it started on Monday. It features something other than chicken as the main ingredient. So. It is a smashed potato bowl. The bowl contains mashed potatoes topped with fries. Oh, because two carbs are yeah. always better than one. <laughs> then throw on some warm cheese sauce. That was sauce. Uh, Husky Pants uh, yeah. catchphrase. Oh, that was their catch- tagline. Two carbs are better than one. Husky. <laughs> I actually had to start wearing maternity pants because my stomach got so big. Uh, this is This could be one of the most unhealthy things I've ever heard. Mashed potatoes, French fries, warm cheese sauce, bacon crumbles, and a three-cheese blend. That's it. No chicken. Yeah, the famous bowls, very delicious. And then you look yes. at the nutritional value, and you're just like, I can't eat these ever again. I mean, they're no. just... Well, you, can, you probably only get, like, 50 of them in your life. And if you cross <laughs> that... Like you're done. Like 50 that's, in your life. Yeah. Just if you've eaten more than 50 famous bowls, like... It could be any day. I mean, I've never had a famous bowl. Yeah, they're they're delicious, but don't eat a lot of them because they they are. I mean, I think it's something crazy like two thousand calories a piece or something like Sweet. that. Yeah, no, they are an entire day's worth of stuff. I can imagine. Well, this one they don't obviously they don't give out the nutritional information. They do give the price three forty nine. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, I can't really go to KFC and not have chicken. Two bucks, they'll throw some nugs right in there. Oh, that's not bad. They'll throw some nugs in you. So five forty nine, you get a bowl of carbs and starch, and then top it off with a little fried chicken. Delicious. Yeah, and then drive right to the emergency room, have them def- hit you with the defibrillator, and go on about your day. <laughs> yeah, I do have. Uh... 
two very similar stories that I can lump into one before we maybe head to a break. Yes, we uh, take a talked break. about the season of corned beef, but before that, I mean, obviously Valentine's Day, probably the next big holiday. Going to see a lot of Valentine's oh, themed stuff. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Sonic. I don't know how many Sonics are left out there, but I used to love one. There was one on 27th Street that I used to go to. Uh, they got a new chocolate-covered strawberry shake. Looks Ooh. absolutely delicious. And a very similar addition now. If you remember, I, I did have insider knowledge before they officially announced the Dairy Queen blizzards a few months yes. ago. Before it happened, yes, right? Uh Red Velvet Cake Blizzard returning to Dairy Queen for 2024 Valentine's Day season as well. Um, delicious. Sounds absolutely delicious. I'm a big fan of the Red Velvet. I think they're going to have, like, cheesecake bites in them, too. Like, yeah, that's right up my alley. That's kicking it right over the edge. Mm, so delicious. All right. So that's at Sonic. And then the Dairy Queen Blizzard as well and the Dairy Queen Blizzard. will also be Red Velvet. Oh, man. All right. Those are good. I'm gonna Let's take a break. Because I'm salivating, and I don't want to short out my microphone. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish up with the drive through window. we got a few more stories. And all of these, i got to be honest, uh, all of these sound really good. Because we always make ourselves way too hungry, too hungry. before yeah, 9 o'clock. It's very bad on WTMJ Nights. The drive-thru window. We've opened it up because it's Friday night, and that's what we do here on WTMJ Nights. All right, we are also, as we, Tommy mentioned, Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, Valentine's Day happens to fall on Ash Wednesday. So uh, maybe if, you, if you're one of those people who doesn't need to meet on Ash Wednesday or Fridays throughout Lent, uh, this this sounded good. Now, I as I, when I was a kid... Um, we used to go to, I don't know if you were, I don't know if they had Golden Bear when you were young, Tommy. Mm, no, I don't know. It's like a family restaurant. Okay. And they had, it was one of those places where they'd have uh, fish, you know, fish and chips kind of a deal and all you can eat on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was pretty reasonable, so we would go there occasionally as a family. And we've already discussed that I had to wear husky pants, and uh, so you can imagine uh, when I'm when I'm offered an all-you-can-eat option, I take that as a get your money's challenge. worth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on, my mom and dad aren't made of money. They're not bringing me here to eat one piece of fish. You know, my brothers are pikers. They're they're young. They can't eat. So I better I better pick up the pace. Well, one time I ate and I got sick, so I didn't eat like fish sticks or fish for a long, long time. And then I got back into it, but I always kind of stayed away from the fast food fish sandwich. I've never had a uh, oh. uh, fish sandwich at McDonald's. I did for a while start getting. Um, I went through a whaler phase when they called it the whaler at uh, Burger King. Yeah. Because you could put on whatever you want. And the problem with me is, and this is not going to surprise you, Tommy, you know my distaste for ranch. It is only matched by my distaste for tartar sauce. Oh, my God. Who are you? Tartar sauce is amazing. Tartar sauce is for people who don't want to taste their fish. <laughs> I, That's what tartar oh, sauce I is would, for. I would almost say that those two might be my two favorite condiments. I, well, I know. I know we are diametrically opposed on yeah. that. Um, and maybe one day you'll you'll wake up in Minnesota and there'll be a giant tub of tartar sauce on your porch. Uh, Scar me. But, 
Yeah, listen, it'll be great. Uh, I can't stand it. But at Burger King, you used to be, you know, you could just get some, like, uh, lettuce, mayo, and onion on there, mm. and it was delicious. But now Arby's has brought back the King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe Sandwich. And looking at the picture and reading about it, I cannot, uh, I got to have one. It is supposed, uh, I can vouch for Arby's on this. I feel like I might have said this. 100% is the biggest fish sandwich in the game. Really? Yes. I. There used to be an Arby's right next to a McDonald's uh, in an area I would hang out. And I remember getting the Arby's fish sandwich one time, just thinking, oh, my God, this is twice as big maybe as McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. I love – now I'm now I'm at the point – I love uh, fish and chips. I love a good fish sandwich. Culver's has a nice fish sandwich. Yes. Um they have good they're good fish and chips if you're looking for fast food. But here's the thing. This is this sandwich. Now, there's a couple things on there that I would have to leave off in my order. But a King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe Sandwich has a crispy fish fillet, cheddar, which I don't know, tartar sauce and tomato, those got to go, lettuce, and then the selling point for me is the King's Hawaiian bun. Because that, I, you know, the yeah, bun makes yeah. a sandwich. Yeah, the Hawaiian buns are yeah, delicious. Oh, that sounds good. So there we go. It's for, They're only doing it uh, the 40-day period um, prior to Easter. So there you go. And it's going uh, to be everywhere. They're also bringing back their mint chocolate shake, which features Andy's mint candies, a chocolate drizzle, and whipped cream. That's back for a limited time for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, I... I like the sound of both of those separately. I don't think that would be a good mix for a meal. Yeah, what is the uh, Shamrock Shake usually come back right around this time, too? Somebody texted us the Shamrock Shake is back Monday. Okay. That's Sam sent that in. Yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. That's our Sam. It might or be. A different could Sam. be. I, I just. She meh. loves a drive through window. Yeah, it's just <laughs> meh. Shamrock Shakes, you know, mint to my shake. I, mean, I might get one in the season. I'm not, yeah, I'm not well, a craze Sam- over it. I, I'm with you. I, you know, the Shamrock Shamrock Shake is the OG. So right. you know, it's been around a while. But if you go like a higher end shake with mint in it, I think is terrific. Um, I may have to. I may have to. Uh, my daughter usually I only get a Shamrock Shake. My daughter will be coming over and she'll go, "Hey, I want to get a Shamrock Shake," uh, and she'll bring one for all of us. Well, she'll bring three. She's not going to bring one and make us all. We're not Lady in the Tramp. Right, right. Uh, we're not three straw situation. Thing. Yeah. No, it's going to, no. We're three straws. What are you, killing all the dolphins? <laughs> three one, paper one straws. Straw. Okay, good. For everyone. So, yeah, okay. so you don't even, the milkshake never even makes it to your mouth. <laughs> you give yourself a stroke and <laughs> your brain just explodes. <laughs> too thick, too thick for it. <laughs> I, I do have a list here uh, for my last one, my last drive through window story. Uh, Yahoo Finance, by way of Insider Monkey, just dropped their 15 highest quality fast food burgers in the U.S. Now, 15 might wow. be a little much, but in the honorable mentions here, I guess, if we go 11 through 15, Burger King, Wendy's, Sonic, Five guys all the way down there as well. Wow, that's shocking. I thought that would have been higher. Now, I do think that it is also, they they do have some of their methodology to this where it's also encompassing the brand of the fast food restaurant. So I think that maybe that maybe hurt it a little bit, but I feel like everyone knows Five Guys by now. They were actually ranked yeah. 15th. 
Wow, that's yeah. that's surprising because I think Five Guys does a nice job. Uh, they took reviews from the five most popular review sites, such, uh, such as Yelp, OpenTable, Grubhub, TripAdvisor, and DoorDash, uh, to help with the rankings as well. Uh, top ten: Never had Fat Burger. You ever have Fat Burger? Oh man, that when when we lived in California, it was basically you you had to pick a camp. It was In and Out or Fat Burger, mm. and the Beastie Boys said it, Tommy, and I repeated it every time I went in. I go to White Castle because it's the best, but I eat at Fat Burger when I'm way out west. Oh, all right. White Castle didn't make it on this top no, fifteen. That, that doesn't shock me, but they make it in my book. <laughs> Jack in the Box at nine. Uh, I don't think I've had a burger from Jack in the Box. I think I've tried it and had some other food from there. But the Jumbo I, I, Jack is pretty much like a Whopper. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had it. This one also, again, this is why I think the brand might hurt. Culver's at, uh, I find it very hard to believe that there are seven better burgers than a Culver's yeah. burger at a fast food restaurant. I got. I agree with you there. Cul- Culver's is solid. Yeah. Uh, burger Den at seven. That's the last one on this list I've never had. Burger Den? I, I've never heard of Burger Den. No, don't know. But got very good reviews and at seven... Uh, and then sixth, Whataburger, uh, which oh. I I think is very similar. I, if we were in Texas, I would never say this, uh, but <laughs> very similar tasting to a Burger King sandwich. I don't see yeah. much differentiation in the taste. No, it's I think because you can get different uh, a few different toppings on there. They're very big on the jalapenos and stuff yeah. down there. Um, I like Whataburger. I will stop if I'm driving through. I knew, I know where one Whataburger is, uh, or two Whataburgers on the way down to New Orleans. So we always keep those in mind. I've had but it once I, when yeah. I was in Dallas. Last time I was in Dallas, it was you know when in Rome type of situation. Oh yeah. So and if you're in Texas, you're you're right to keep that uh, any negativity about Whataburger to yourself. Exactly. McDonald's came in at number five on this list. Really? Which seems, again, when we're talking about, if we're taking reviews from people, I feel like McDonald's burgers wouldn't really get a good rap. But, you know, they've made some changes over the last year, whatnot, and it it helped them out. I think McDonald's would absolutely take it if you told them they have a top five burger in the fast food game. That's, yeah. I'm surprised. I I wonder if it was a particular burger. The Big Mac, maybe? Yeah, or the quarter pounder with cheese. That's mm-hmm. those are the. I mean, those are like the signature burgers. Well, and if you even count it, McDonald's could be four on this list because there's going to be some controversy later on. If you ask me, uh, number four is In and Out. Uh, love In and Out. Had it before, but it's again, it's like very. In California, it is. Oh, everything's expensive. I can get a cheeseburger for three dollars here, and it's right. good enough. Yeah, it's good. It just I don't I didn't I never bought into the cult of In and Out. Right. I didn't buy into all the hype. It was good. Um I know they have this oh the secret menu, but I don't want a secret menu. It also if, is if, the thing is with California, there's so many places you can eat that are just so much better that why would right. I go to fast food? Right. Well, even even with the fast food, there's, you know, there's a lot of really good fast food whether it's uh, tacos and stuff, or there's a burger. Uh, there's I forget, it was Tommy's, Tommy's chili burgers. Oh, okay. That was that was another great. Pl- that they have they have some unique chains out there that are really good. 
Um, and I, but you know, you can't convince, you can't convince the masses. They love the in and out. So God uh, bless them. Number three. Have you ever had this one? I had this for the first time actually this past summer. Smashburger. I have not. Oh, absolutely deserves to be this high on the list. Really? I now I was on a bus ride that felt very long and was very starving, but we stopped at Smashburger. Absolutely delicious. Really? Loved it. Now, I, loved it on this. I don't know, other than Steak and Shake, which was doing Smash Burgers before they were called Smash Burgers, I don't know if I've ever been anywhere to, and had a quote unquote Smash Burger. They had a really good bun, sesame seed bun, too, nice. I believe. Um, cheese on there. Like It was, I think it was a little pricey, if I remember correctly, no, but absolutely was delicious when I had it. How did so you like to me a smash burger you don't and I you don't really taste too much of the meat because it's so thin that the meat gets so uh, crisped that you don't really taste the burger part of it. Well, I do think they rely heavily on toppings and whatnot yes. then too, and I'm a toppings on my burger anyway guy. You know, I put the lettuce, tomato, onion, cheese, yeah, yeah, uh, and even more if I could. <laughs> That's why I used to like to go to Fuddruckers. I would I would load those burgers up with as much as the bun could hold. Yeah, and then the last two. Um, All right. This is where I think again, Chick Fil A should not be allowed on this list. They do not no. serve a hamburger. They do not serve a hamburger. They ser they counted their chicken sandwich as a chicken burger. It's not a chicken burger. No, they don't call it a chicken burger. It's a chicken sandwich. Absolutely think it's a travesty that they you know they leave off Horrible. something. Uh, to put them this high. Chick-fil-A knows they have the dominant game right now in the fast food game. You don't need to put them on the burger list. Listen, they've got the market cornered in hatred, too, and bigotry. But the, we're not, uh, you know, we're not debating that. Uh, no, this is wrong. This wrong. is like, it would be like a major city using penguins on Groundhog Day. Who would do <laughs> such a thing? What a callback. What a callback for that. And then Thank number you. one. Shake Shack makes it as the number one burger huh. in the fast food game. Uh, also, remember having Shake Shack and just thinking price not worth the product. Yeah, we. I had I had never gone to Shake Shack till my daughter moved to New York. Um, ate at Shake Shack twice, both at the same location across from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Not that you needed all the details, but I want to paint a vivid picture. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. There, I have nothing wrong with it. I agree with your cost on the price, but again, I was in New York, so you know, right? Everything was expensive, cheap. right? Right. They had a. Uh, they did have a uh, beer that was brewed just for them from Brooklyn Brewery, which mm. was very good. Um, I did have a shake another time. I like the shake. The burgers. Uh, boy. Yeah, I. Forgettable, Number obviously, one. right? Huh? Forgettable, obviously, the burger. Yeah, right. It's it was nothing special. It was like okay, I, I'm. To be honest, there's not too many fast food places that the burgers stand out. Fat Burger, the burgers do stand out. Okay. Um, because they're they're still a little thicker. Um, you can get all kinds of toppings on there if you want. I like a fried egg on there at Fat Burger. Um, you really taste the meat. Mm -hmm. So their burgers, to me, stand out. 
Um, Culver's just has a great flavor with the butter burger. So I know what the, you know, and I've had those. I know what those taste like and I enjoy them. I told you every couple times a year I do get a craving for a Big Mac. Yeah. But I, I think that's more the sauce, too. Yeah. I, the secret I, sauce. I don't know. When I saw Wendy's at 14, I was thinking, that seems pretty low for some of the other ones on this list. Um, definitely don't hate it. Chick-fil-A, obviously, just has to be the biggest. That's like, what, What's up with that? Stop. Yeah. So it's somebody in the big chicken lobby group. Big chicken. Who, yeah. Big chicken is trying to get in there and lobby and get... Uh, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. You can't do that. Well, that was a good list. Uh, you were right, though. There is some uh, controversy. All right, two real quick stories. One, since we've talked about Burger King being on there, they are uh, launching a new uh, Whopper. So it is, uh, should be, it's the candied bacon Whopper. Ooh. Right there, you got me. I love bacon. I like candied bacon. Um, so it's going to be, that's the new Whopper. They're just putting candied bacon on it. Sounds like sounds like a really good move. Uh, so I'm I'm down with that. They're also introducing a fiery big fish sandwich. It's basically the regular uh, fish sandwich with spicy sauce. Okay. So there you go. And finally, we've talked about this. I was try I was thinking of you the other day, Tommy, because Monday I told you I was going out to my mom's, and I was like, was Tommy saying that Burger King had the breakfast not to sleep on, or was it somewhere else? Burger King is so a great I, breakfast. All right. I, I'll have to, because I ended up just going through McDonald's again. <laughs> okay. But now I'm going to go to Wendy's to try their Masterpiece Breakfast Burrito. Ooh. I love a breakfast burrito. So good. I make I make them at home. Uh, all right. It's got two fresh, fresh cracked eggs, six strips of oven-baked applewood smoked bacon. That's a lot of bacon. It's the same amount of bacon found on the Baconator. Just in case. All right. But there's more. Also features seasoned breakfast potatoes, two slices of American cheese. It's all topped with cheese sauce, which I will be passing on. You don't need to eat. If you got a good breakfast burrito, you don't need to be slathering it in cheese. Yeah, I don't like cheese sauce in the burritos. I like the shredded cheese. I just, yeah, I just want, well, for a breakfast burrito, I just want it wrapped in foil so I can uh, just, I don't want, I want all my stuff inside the burrito. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There should be nothing outside on the tortilla, you know. I agree. That's that's just me. But all right, listen, we have to slam the window on the drive-through window. Uh, Tommy, it has been uh, it has been lovely sharing our passion slash obsession uh, with of fast foods with you. We still have some show to go, but uh, we're going to do that after this on WTMJ nights. Brian Noonan, we're here until 9. It's Tommy's final night. He is off to bigger, better things, advancing his career, and we are very happy for him. Uh, let's check in the, on the text line from the 815. Good luck, Tommy. Uh, then they go on to say, no, Matt, no, Tommy. How will, how will Brian handle this? Who will, he, who will we go through to get to Brian? Uh, loved Golden Bear would dip my fries in the honey. Okay. Uh, from the 262, only one Sonic left in all of Wisconsin. It's near AmFam Field. Really? That's the last one. That's that's what we're hearing from the text line. Interesting. From the 608, Hawaii McDonald's has Spam on the menu. Yeah. Well, that's Hawaiians love Spam. Yeah, no. I don't. I, yeah, I've Ugh. never had it. No, no, I never, never will either. No. I Canned meat. Either. Can't do it. Well, it also has ham in it. Spiced ham. You know my... 
you know where I fall on that. No. Um, do any of the drive-through windows have a scale so you can get a certified GCWR to legally drive to WTMJ nights at the window? Asking for a highway patrolman friend. Listen, we would love we would love to have uh, we would love to have things dropped off, especially after the segment because now Tommy has to stay for a while. He's going to be starving. Uh, Brian, do you sing the sweet Applewood song during breakfast fest? Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer in not talking or singing with my mouth full. So in my head, I may be humming it, but you'll never hear it. All you'll hear is me going. There's a little, there's a little ASMR. Nice. For all yeah, the, uh, great. For uh, all the ASMR freaks. Perfect radio right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing. People are probably clamoring. Brian, can you do that more? No. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I would be uh, weird if they were asking for more of that too. Probably. Oh, wanted the whole. You, listen, you got about 15 minutes left. Can we just do some ASMR? Yeah. Of just your, taps I don't know what you were mic. eating. Right there. Right. <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah, I don't believe in the. I know it's supposed to be subtle and kind of in the background. Do I strike you as a subtle in the background kind of guy? No, no. Thank you. You're a foreground uh, character. This is sad news. Um, well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and then Apollo Creed is gone. Talk about that for a few minutes. It's WTMJ Nights. I'm so glad to know you. As you know, that bump music means we're almost out of time, but we have to touch on now. So I, I said Apollo Creed has died. Carl Weathers, of course, you. played Apollo Creed. I'm he died so today. At 76, originally from New Orleans, he was a uh, college football player and played for one season for the Oakland Raiders, then went on to play a couple years in the Canadian Football League. He studied at San Francisco State University. Uh, he died, all reports say he died peacefully in his sleep at his home. Now, I think of it doesn't matter. You could say Carl Weathers, and I know he's done a million things. To me... The part that jumps out first is Apollo Creed. You know, he, he was in the first three Rocky movies, and then he was in part of Rocky IV. Uh, close, your, uh, close your ears if you haven't seen Rocky IV. Spoiler alert, uh, he gets killed by Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. If he dies, he dies. So he did. Uh, but when I say Carl Weathers do you, Tommy, do you think of him in a different role? Uh, yeah, I do actually. So, for funny enough, guess just to go back a little bit, uh, I used to always mistakenly think that Carl Weathers was in Star Wars, um, okay, like the original, <laughs> right. and then I was obviously that's wrong. It's Billy D. Williams, and right. then when I would, you know, I realized that, and then he ends up popping up in the Mandalorian anyway later on. Yeah, I mean. Hilarious. He actually was nominated for an Emmy yeah. for his work in The Mandalorian. So I, I have not seen The Mandalorian. I'm not a Star Wars freak by any means, uh, but I thought it was always hilarious how I almost like made that come true with my idiotness <laughs> from it. Um, but Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Yes. You know, that's Chubbs, another one. Chubbs is, uh, Chubbs is probably the second one I think of because he was so funny, so funny in Happy Gilmore. As Chubbs, you remember Chubbs, the man who lost his hand to a gator. Uh, he did a bunch of stuff with Adam Sandler. He did Happy Gilmore. He was he did was a voice in Ace Crazy Nights. He was in Little Nicky. Um, some of his other movies, of course, the four Rocky movies, Predator, 
where he was with uh, former Minnesota Governor Jesse the Body Ventura and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that was another big movie. He voiced he voiced a uh, a soldier in Toy Story four. Some of his other action. I do remember watching Action Jackson. This came out in 1988. So he had been doing. Uh, he had just come off Rocky, the four Rocky movies, because Rocky Four came out in 1985, and then they were going to make him a leading man. He was going to be the guy, and so he was in Action Jackson, which was uh, he uh, he played like a uh, I don't know, like a private eye kind of guy. Uh, ladies man vanity was in it vanity from uh, prince's band was in there and sharon stone was in it too so this was before sharon stone did you know basic instinct and stuff or total recall so i remember watching that i couldn't tell you anything about the movie other than i remember watching it because i remember the weird title and then i remembered that uh you know apollo creed was in it he was also in Semi-Tough. Then in TV, it was a lot of, uh, he did a number of In the Heat of the Night episodes, uh, Chicago Justice he was on, The Defiant Ones, Street Justice, a show I'd never heard of back, uh, that was on for two seasons. Uh, so there you go, Carl Weathers passing away today. I may have to watch a Rocky movie this weekend just to see it. Did you ever watch the Rocky movies, Tommy? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's my stepdad's favorite series of movies a huge boxing fan just in general and uh loves rocky you know a lot of great messages and fun storylines well in there it is now as you watch them did you have a favorite uh just the first one you know just like to hear the theme song watch them run up you know and stuff like that just keep it keep it original uh but drago was a great character i did like ivan drago (laughs) i I like Drago. I also liked what he fought Mr. T, Clubber Lang. Yep, Clubber. That was in three. Um, there is no tomorrow. There is no to- but, but Rocky II, probably my least favorite. Because he was kind of dumb in one, you know, Rocky. Then they made him completely brain damaged in two. And then that went away in three and four. Um and then what was uh, it was f- was five yeah five was with Tommy Gunn that was awful. I have and, only uh, seen th- one Creed the first Creed. I don't think I've seen. I think there's three or four of them now too. Yeah, I've only seen the first one too. Yeah, when he was in that, he was good. And I really liked Rocky Balboa, the final you know, the one that wrapped up Rocky as a fighter. Yeah, I liked the way they ended that story. And uh, you know, let's see. Oh. <laughs> Brian, you could triage your producer loss with this mutual DoorDash drivers to keep the drive-through segment alive, and you won't starve to death. Well, I don't think there's any chance of that part, uh, so we won't worry too much about. Yeah, that. that it should be the DoorDash dri- drive-through oh. DoorDash window, and then you could have DoorDashers calling while they're making deliveries during it. That would be that would be great. Yeah, we need some sponsorships. Get sales on it. Oh, you you can't get sales on it because you're leaving. Yeah, I know. Um, well, listen. In all sincerity, Tommy, you know how much I've enjoyed having you on the show. I'm really going to miss you, but I'm very, very happy for you. Much luck in Minnesota with what's the team again? Uh, The Wilmer Stingers again. Wilmer Stingers. So you'll be doing all kinds of video production and marketing and promotions and things like that. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. You're always welcome here. And uh, please keep in touch. Yeah, I absolutely will. Thank you, Brian. Uh, You know. 
I think we've grown to be very great friends during this. Love working on this show with you. I think of you as a role model, a mentor in the radio game. So I'm super appreciative I got to work with you. Well, I appreciate it, and I, I appreciate all you've done. All right, so we all wish Tommy luck. I wish you a very uh, pleasant weekend. I'll talk to you again Monday night. Uh, who's producing? I don't know. I don't have any more producers. Uh, I might be doing it all myself. But I'm like, it's like when my daughter moved out. Now I am an empty nester uh, on the talk <laughs> on my show. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. The news is next on WTMJ.